0: Long-told radio. I I love when the everybody is. should know that's how love goes. It's good for the soul. Oh, I've got it.
1: Good evening, good evening, good evening. You're tuning in live to the Healthy Soul Talk Show with your girl, your favorite therapist, Dr. Kimberly Thomas. Welcome. Come on in. It's a beautiful evening. The sun is shining. Uh, uh, it's just been an amazing day. And if you're tuning in live on Blog Talk Radio, thank you for joining us. If you want to call in to the show, you can dial 323 7 0 4 3 7 5. again that's three two three eight seven zero four three seven five press one to join and of course if you're tuning in live on Facebook thank you for clicking in if you can just like give us some thumbs up, some hearts, and share. We greatly appreciate it. And of course, you can always join us in the comment section. And if you want to email us, you can email us at hst at net. Again, that's hst at media. And of course, you can follow us on all social media platforms. Uh, at Healthy Soul Talk, and of course, find all the shows on TTLO Media, on iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Again, welcome you tuning in live to the Healthy Soul Talk show uh, with your, your favorite therapist, Dr. Kimberly Thomas. How are my favorite producers doing on
2: this amazing evening? I'm good. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How about yourself?
1: the the weekend is, is almost here it's
2: almost here huh come on it's almost here I ain't getting here quick <laughs> enough oh what no it's good, no, no, it's
1: good. What, what what are you doing with your days are you ready for school to start back no
2: actually I'm not all righty no, then disappointing uh, news uh, that, a, that it might be starting soon a week earlier than I thought so uh, yeah
1: uh, <laughs> so CPS is starting on the 30th right
2: of what August. Yeah no, see we talking about like next we talking about August like the fifth or the sixth for me.
0: What? See what Nine. I'm saying? That's that's next week,
2: right? Ninth. Oh it's the ninth. See she over there correcting it for me already. The 9th. Really? <laughs> see what I'm saying? Really? Uh, yes, I got a problem with it. Yes. Really? <laughs> ninth.
1: Problem with when is it gonna be blah, blah. when is it going to be confirmed?
2: I don't know. Uh, it probably is confirmed. I, I just don't Are know.
1: you like Intentionally huh? avoiding... No,
2: I, no, I doctor- there's been no official release. Some folks just have information. There's been no official release. And I ain't got nothing um, in my email, school-related.
1: Wait a minute. How about the students?
2: Well, I think it's... Pete, uh, August 23rd. Oh, never mind. Hold on. There's a there, there's oh, an email that was, that was sent at
0: 505 today. Oh, please. That's ah! oh, oh, my God. That's funny.
1: <sighs> August 23rd. Okay, that sounds a little bit better.
0: For the students. For
3: the students. Oh. Okay, then. They got to work about the work. Mm. About the train.
2: Okay.
1: Okay.
3: Well... This
2: year we will be hosting two weeks of professional development. Two weeks. That will provide a strong foundation and launch to the school year. We will begin Monday, August 9th. Unless we communicate otherwise. In person. All faculty and staff are to report to the building every day. I'm reading this as I'm finding this out. We're all finding this out. You and I are finding this out together.
1: I I feel like you got to go home and process that a little bit more. The,
2: the purpose of this message is to help you prepare for the start of PD week.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Well, it's been a good summer. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Uh, I thought it was just a rumor that CPS
2: was starting on the 30th. I really did, but we planned a vacation. so We trying to plan one. Mm. That's why I'm <laughs> not happy about these dates. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, tell them it was pre-planned and you can't change any arrangements. If it was
2: going to be on Zoom, it wouldn't have bothered me because, you know. But now they're talking about in person.
1: In person.
2: Right. I want to be like the people who was in Haiti all school year. Haiti? Know. What? I'm sorry. I said that out loud and they might be watching. Wow. Yeah, I did say that out loud. Pray for me. <laughs>
3: right.
1: Tell you how you doing.
3: <laughs> oh, me? Yeah. A l- little old me? <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. What about yourself? I'm, I'm doing well.
1: I can't, I'm ready for August. I need to reset. So, did you yes. get you a
2: reset, retool, relaunch shirt? No, we should get you one. You should get what? you one. What size? Opposite? A reset, retool, relaunch. From who?
1: I mean, you. Those are my new shirts. Yeah. Okay, then. I'm gonna buy a size too shirt? small because that'll force me to. Um... <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: stay on track.
3: <laughs> are you popping peanuts over there? Popping
1: peanuts.
2: Hope you ain't got me on camera eating peanuts. Let me see. Yep, she got me yeah. on camera eating peanuts.
0: Thanks. What okay then y'all. <laughs> right.
1: right. Tuning in live nice so Talk Show. <laughs> Thank you for joining in. Let's get let's get started. All right, let's jump on in here. Mm. You know how we do it. We always kick off the show mm. with spiritual connect points, right? And and not be in my feelings. Uh oh. Seeing my feelings about this, uh, should I do anything over here? No, uh, that's, okay. that's
2: just a, an antenna on that, whatever that might um, uh, be.
1: Like so I thought about this question um, because I'm still learning, mm-hmm. right? And I think we talked about this a while back, mm-hmm. not as in-depth like this. though. but, you know, for me, it, it took me a while to understand um, how to give my time back right using spiritual gifts right Mm -hmm. talent because i always felt like and was under the impression that everything you do as such should be done in the church Mm. and so i mean it was it was really um i wouldn't i wouldn't say it, it sparked like anxiety or anything but it was always a great concern right that finding your place right in church to use these gifts, mm-hmm. you know, to, to be of service, right, to give back what God has blessed you with, you know, and obviously as I grew, um, I don't know, this is just me, fitting in as an adult in church sometimes can be difficult. And so you pull back and many people leave the church, right, based on experiences that, okay, I just don't feel right here. And it was a great disappointment because then I started to feel like, okay, God is blessing me, but I'm not giving back to him how he's blessing me. And I don't know, I just went through this stage like, you know, I'm cheating God, mm. right? Okay. And, and, and so that's to me, that's different from tithing, right? Because that's a different, that's yes. different. Yes, that's, that's different, right? But I always felt like because I didn't or I was not uh, heavily into this, I just I had to grow into that. Um, using the gifts and talents that God blessed you with does not indicate it should only be used in the church. So the the, the question is, what does the Bible say about using time, talents, talents, and treasure? And I'm not going to read this passage, but you know, um, I, I really zoned in in, on Ma- in Matthew okay. 25th chapter 31 30, 46, right? How I talked about you know Jesus explaining. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole concept of when I was hungry, you fed me. Right. When, 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 I, when I was in need, you, you fulfilled that need. Right. Mm-hmm. And just that comparison of those who didn't, who didn't. And, and I said, there has to be more people out there who, who either was once at a place or still in this place. Right. That. The only way they can serve God or use the talents and treasures. Right. That he blessed them with is if they are in the church using And I could be wrong. (laughs) That's why I'm posing it like this, but that's not the essence of what this is saying to me, that this is only displayed when it's done in the church, right? You meet people that come in the church with a need. You meet people in the church that, you know, we we have a lot of clothes and drives, and I'm not saying that's wrong, but I'm saying that's not, I don't feel like that's the only intention, right? That Christ had for us is that, you only do this in the church, right? Because we live lives outside of the church, Mm -hmm. right? And does that count? I I feel like that was a question, right? Does it count that I do it in the work that I do? Does it count, right, if someone I see in the grocery store and they're struggling, right, to to get those last few items, right, to feed their kids? Mm -hmm. Does it count, right, you know, uh, as they say, paying it forward, right? Does that count? Mm -hmm. You know, are we Christ-like? in those, in those, um, in those settings. Mm -hmm. So, so I had to grow into that and I'm still getting used to it. Right. Because it's like, I still want to know that I'm, I'm being Christ. Like I still want to know that I'm doing my due diligence, right. As a Mm -hmm. Christian, right. Seeking disciples for Christ and, you know, giving back, right. Mm -hmm. That he's blessed me, you know, but I just felt like there's a perspective to this, that this just does not apply that it happens in the church or it evolves in the church, right? From you, you going to church and doing it. So that's where I was with that. Like, and like I said, I'm open, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I think I felt really guilty because it wasn't happening within the parameters of a church. Okay. Does that make sense? So me ministering to somebody, I wasn't in a church,
0: Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I didn't,
1: Go into a ministry, right? Mm -hmm. Seeking people that only came into that ministry. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? I used it outside of that, and and for a long time I felt like that didn't count.
2: You're talking about your time, or your, your, which are all. You're talking about all three aspects.
1: All three aspects, right? You know, you know what I'm saying, like. That teen, or, you know, I work with various populations and it's like, I'm still Christ-like if I see the need, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. God gives me a spirit of discernment to say, mm-hmm. help this person, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I need you to deposit some encouragement, right? I need you to show them the way, mm-hmm. right? Answer their questions that nobody else will, right? That can help them step a little bit further into their future. Okay. Does that make sense? Because there was no, quote-unquote, um, church connection to it. Okay. That's kind of where I was with that. That this only applied to in church stuff. This was just church stuff.
2: So let me, let me, let me. Um, you mentioned the the Matthew scripture mm-hmm. about the, the 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 parable of the talents. Yes. Right. That was Matthew six, I believe you were talking uh, 25, about. Oh,
1: 25,
2: Where where? Uh... Matthew twenty five or Matthew six?
1: Uh uh Twenty five. Hmm.
2: Okay. The one about.
1: No, no,
2: no, go ahead. Comes in glory oh, you, oh, you used that one. Yeah, okay.
1: like when I was hungry, you fed me. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was in need, you gave me something to eat. When I was mm-hmm. thirsty, you gave me water. And I'm just like, okay, I don't think that, and this is just me. Like, everybody in need that Christ sends your way is just not going to come into the church.
2: Okay, so let's talk about that particular scripture because I went to, when you when I got your, your note, mm-hmm. Uh, oh. I immediately went to Matthew six okay. and and, and twenty one. Okay. Um, and I dealt with it from that standpoint. But I, I know what, what you're talking about. But Matthew six and twenty one, if we read the um, King James version or a different version, that's fine. Okay. Matthew six and twenty one simply says, "For where your treasure is, mm. there will your heart your heart yeah. be also."
0: Yeah. Right. Yes.
2: Um, yes. Where I am with this is. Um, Time talent and treasure uh honestly has nothing to do with in being in the physical building
1: Got or yes, or yes.
2: anything to do with necessarily with ministry you don't always have to be doing working in a let me say it this way you don't always have to be working in a ministry to be using your time talent and treasure yes you can you can evangelize and not be a part of the evangelistic team. Yes.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you can yeah. say,
2: I'm using my time or uh you can have a talent and 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 that talent is something that you have not talent is not something you're born with. It's something that you um that you practice at
0: mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. you
2: and that you um and that you you grow into yeah
0: uh
2: so so we're all given a a a special we're uh, all of us have a special talent or gift but then when it comes to ministry when it comes to god they those things are gifted by god Mm -hmm. but even with gifts they have to be honed
1: yeah yeah right yeah so it
2: depends on what now 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 you may have a gift for doing things but they may not they they may not be and 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 the way you're built may not allow you to do that in the uh uh edifice of a church building.
1: Right. right? I agree.
2: Yes. So it yes. may it may require you yes. to work somewhere else. Yes. and still be doing the work of the church, but in a different level in a different realm. Okay. So you don't want to ever okay. be uh locked into a place or space that 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 says I can only use my time, treasure and talent. Now your question did say what does the Bible say,
0: mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. you talked about that.
2: So you, mm-hmm. so now you're, because you say, what does the Bible say? Now you're bringing it back to the church. But in mm-hmm. your case, right, okay. that's because that's what, right. You, that's what you asked your question. I see. Right. I see. But because you do what you do, a lot of what you do is using your talent because you went to school mm-hmm. to be a therapist. Mm-hmm. You didn't just, uh, you, now yes, maybe you had a gift of being able to talk to people. Yeah. but you went to school to hone yeah. said gift, right? Yeah. yeah. Like I, yeah. I, I didn't go to anybody's. Uh, uh, nobody taught me how to to um uh, uh uh what is it to to be able to speak to people in a large room or to speak to crowds.
0: Right. Right. That's right. just
2: something that I just do.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: Right. But yeah. I did go to school to learn how to deliver mm-hmm. certain me- to be able to learn how to uh, uh, deliver a message uh certain ways you stand you know i was there was a group i used to be a part of um for uh, for speeches they teach you how to do speeches and how to how to um, okay what is the, what's the name of those uh, is, people? It,
1: is it um toastmaster oh, toastmaster
2: yes okay so i i did toastmasters oh god for about three years
0: all right okay just
2: because and i was in sales so I was trying to do anything to help me with my sales technique. Okay. So I, used, so I was like, okay, how do you work a room? How do you do this? How do you do that? Um, but my, my, my gift of just being able to walk into a room and talk to people, that's separate. Right. Right? right. But how do you use said gift? Right. Right? So right. I can use said gift in the church. Yes. Or I can use said gift in the world. So the question is, if you say Bible-related, how is God getting the glory out of my time, my mm-hmm. talent, and my treasure, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So my time is the time that I put in what? Doing God's work, Yes. right? Yes. Am I using the best of my time when I use it for God's work? Am I wasting time doing other things? when I could be doing this. Now, that doesn't mean I need to be doing God's work 24-7. Jesus didn't work 24-7. The Bible gives us the examples of when Jesus worked, but I tell people all the time, he did sleep. And I'm sure, the Bible does not tell us about it, but there are times when Jesus had downtime. And I I just can't believe they was talking, he wasn't talking about being crucified every day, all day in the three years of his ministry. Right. Because right. I'm sure they was laid up at somebody's house wherever they was staying, and I because I want to know which of the disciples was the fool,
0: the fool,
2: the crazy one. What? Somebody had to be a jokester. Ain't no way you had twelve dudes all day, every day, on the <laughs> road. Come on now, <laughs> all day, every day. They wasn't talking about how can I glorify mm-hmm. God twenty four seven. I just don't believe that. I'm sorry, they they, they, they just were not. So, so, so how did they use their time when they yeah. were out doing mission work, when they were out doing it, did they maximize, T.D. Jakes wrote a book, one of my favorite books, I've read it twice, i probably should read it again, called Maximize the Moment. Maximize the moment. Ma- yeah, great okay. book. Maximize okay. the Moment. I think it's in the, the, the paper, it's a, the hard. it's hard, it's a, a hardcover, but mm-hmm. it also has the paper cover over the hardcover, but the hardcover I believe is gold, but it's called yeah. Maximize the Moment. Okay and And he talks about taking advantage mm-hmm. of those times that we are doing the work okay. when you're on vacation, be on vacation right right when right. you' when you're working right. when you're doing the right. work of the, now now that doesn't mean that while you're on vacation, you may not have an opportunity mm-hmm. to, like so you know like like you you're, you're doing therapy and and you can't you can't tell people about you can't start reading scriptures to people right. in right. the midst of therapy. Right. But that doesn't mean they won't ask you. They might not say, well, you know, I that go to is this true. church.
0: That is well, now very I've
2: opened true. the door.
0: That is very right? true. Right?
2: In the corporate world, we can't come into our jobs and say, let me tell you about about the Lord. But if mm-hmm. somebody says, I went to church Sunday and this happened, mm-hmm. well, you started that conversation. Now I can engage.
0: Very true.
2: Very <laughs> right? true. Right? So that's true. the proper use of time. Your talent. You have a talent for helping, I'll use it this way, for helping people off of the ledge. hmm Mm -hmm. right yes so so that talent can be turned around you can use that talent in your in the secular realm which is where you work right but you can also use that to calm somebody down who may be in the church who may be going through very true right yes your treasure is whatever gifts you have so you see treasure treasure doesn't always mean money now now in some cases in the biblical term the treasure there's some some instances where treasure does physically mean money Okay, Okay, but then what do you do? All of your money, because the Bible doesn't tell us that all of our money should go to the church. Mm-hmm. I know what some crooks might say. Crooks? Huh? <laughs> I know what some crooks might say. I know what some, 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 some bogus preachers might say. But all of your money does not go to the church.
0: Right, right.
2: Nor does it belong to the church. Yeah. But what you do with your treasure, how you invest it, Mm-hmm. Right. So when you go to Jesus, when he talks about the parable of the people with the with the with the talents and what mm-hmm. they did with them, some put them under a rug yeah. and hid them.
0: Yeah.
2: Are you using your talent, your gifting? You know what I'm saying? So, yes. you know, you, here, here's a good example. I always use Whitney Houston and I, and I don't do it to pick on Whitney, the late, great Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. But Whitney Houston was a great example of someone with an amazing gift who chose to use her gift and then to misuse her gift. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say she misused her gift because she chose to sing R&B.
1: Oh, right, right.
2: Not gonna say that. Yeah. Because Whitney would have been, now would she have been Whitney Houston, still the same Whitney Houston singing gospel? We don't, I don't know that to be the case. Yeah. Because gospel music has a genre that does not add to the celebrity Mm -hmm. that an R&B does.
0: Yeah.
2: Right? Yeah. If Beyonce was a gospel singer would she still be Beyonce right we don't right. know right right Yolanda mm-hmm. Adams is a great gospel singer gifted amazing singer
0: mm-hmm.
2: would she be larger than life if she was an R&B singer right probably right. but that's not her she's using her gift to inspire people to Christ right right the Whitney right, Houston yes. used her gifting to 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 make people feel good, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now, did she abuse her gift? Yes, because somewhere down the line, she 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 used more of her celebrity, got caught up in the celebrity, and then her gift was taken away. She lost her gift. Yeah. So, how you use your treasure, your gift that God gives you, matters. Right. Uh, yes. So so yes. so so, yes. so go back to your question. No, everything doesn't have to take place within the four walls. And when I say four walls, I don't even just mean physical building. It doesn't need to take place in the realm of the, of the, of the, of the spiritual.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And, and I think that that's where, you know, hurting people are. There's mm-hmm. no hurting people there that are holding back or feeling like they're, they're not uh, glorifying God, yes. right? Because, like I said, they're not per se associated, mm-hmm. right, what mm-hmm. they're doing with, with the church. And, and we live beyond, right, the walls of the church, right? And so that's kind of where I was with that is, you know, uh, uh, it's your life, mm-hmm. right, that, that Christ is looking at your life, mm-hmm. right? Not just mm-hmm. your Sunday morning, right? Correct. Church attendance,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Not just your how many ministries you join right this right and, and and that's where i want to encourage cuz i had to encourage myself through this like okay you live for christ period 24/7 mm-hmm. so let him use you yeah right you you know what i'm saying it's okay right it mm-hmm. is okay nobody's around right okay like <laughs> you know there there there's this uh um sacredness right that comes with um um using your time your time mm-hmm. and treasure you, you you know what i'm saying but we kind of Magnified it and glorified it that that humans must see. Yeah, you use your time, talents, and treasure. Mm-hmm. Does it be right? So it's like, who's going to see me, right? Who's going to validate what I'm doing, mm-hmm. right? Is 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 the using of, and that that's, that's where I've learned, you know, clearly as I've gotten older and more into to Christ in my relationship, that it 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 does not matter who sees. Right. There's no one on this earth that can validate. Right. That you are using your time, talents and treasures for the work of the kingdom. Right. But, but we've been persuaded that way. Right. That there's that someone must notice you. Right. Someone must, must say something. You hear that a lot now. Oh, don't worry about it. If your name is not called mm-hmm. and blah, blah. like, how do we even get to that point? Right.
2: <laughs> because because we we are a, a, a people who especially us Mm -hmm. black folk um we've been overlooked for so long Mm. we Mm. we felt the need to 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 always call the name
1: call the name
2: because we when you when you're when when you're when you're an overlooked people Mm -hmm. you you want to um a lot of times it's kind of like the the it's kind of like the parent who didn't have when they were coming up and then they got, and so they, they mm-hmm. overcompensate. Yes. We we started doing that in the church. Okay. All about, right. we want to, you know, okay. we want to thank Sister So-and-So because she put an extra roll of toilet paper up uh. in the bathroom. <laughs> and we just want to p- p- say a prayer for her. You know what I'm saying? Because everything, because we got to a point where everything had to be Recognized, yeah. and and yeah. a lot of times, and yeah. if you think about Jesus's ministry, think about every time Jesus did a miracle. First thing he would say was, which always baffled me, even when I was in school. We talked about this. Every time Jesus did a miracle, he was like, "Tell no man." What? What? Right? Yeah, <laughs> bro. I ain't never been able to see. I was born blind. <laughs> you just spit. You just picked up some dirt, spit in it, rubbed in my eye, and now I can see stuff and see people. And you gonna tell me go back and don't tell nobody? He said that every time because yeah. he never wanted, and he did that because his time hadn't came yet. So he didn't want to get bum, he didn't want to get bum rushed mm-hmm. with with by people mm-hmm. saying you know. But even though by the time he got to the by the time he got to the crucifixion, he was already everybody knew who he was. Right, right,
0: but right
2: he didn't want his name called. Yeah, you know he didn't want his name called. The example, right? Yeah, the example. So be the example. It's like you know what? Do the work. We know who recognizes it. Right, I know who right. sees it. Right, I don't have to have my, my 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 name called because I know who sees it. Now, don't get me wrong. When you call the names us as people, if we did something, you know, you you you, all of us have a have a whether we want to admit it or not, we have a need to be celebrated.
1: Absolutely, I agree. Right. Yes.
2: At some point, yes. we all have a need to be celebrated.
1: Yes. yes. So you
2: know, it's yes. like I'm laughing at you because the thing is moving around. <laughs> But, no, her camera. Oh. <laughs> I know you're not on it, but it's like, I'm talking about what you said earlier. But anyway, uh, it, it, it comes from a place of, we want, at some point, we do want to be celebrated.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but
2: if, if I win a contest, yes, celebrate me. If I, you know, beat your behind in spades or uno, mm-hmm. I'm going to celebrate myself. You know what I'm saying? That, that, but, that, but that's just the, yes. that's just something we do.
1: Yeah. so I'm, but but I think that's healthy. It right is healthy. There's nothing wrong with it is that. Healthy. But don't, but
2: don't, healthy soul talk.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Don't live your life based on that. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Okay. All right. Yes. Thank you. All right. There we go. There we go. I like it. I, I, I just hope that it's just something to think about, right? Every day you wake up, are you giving yourself the opportunity to use your time, talent, and treasure? Right? Not, mm-hmm. And is it just selective or conditional? All right. Yes. All right. So, so, you know, as we keep moving here, welcome, Dr. Brown. Hey, Malia, how are you? Uh, thank you for for joining in. Those of you who are on, if you could just say hello, like, share, and uh, uh, we're gonna keep it moving here. Now, um, you know, last week we did a drastic switch. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And this week ain't no better. Oh Lord. Um, here we go. So, so you know, just, just I'm gonna give everybody a a little bit, little bit of time here to to switch it over, absorb what we just you know Mm -hmm. did, but we got to keep the show moving, Mm -hmm. right? To the did you know? And um, I found something quite interesting, and so uh, I thought about that, and you know, I like to, I like to help the people, right? Mm -hmm. So this is equal opportunity, and and you know, my show, so you know, I can, I can say what I want
2: sometimes you sounding real uh, (laughs) love kind of dana spirit i feel over there that's what i feel but go ahead
3: (laughs) (laughs) right they'll be all right yeah
0: that's
3: what i heard too but go ahead
1: i just feel like there's so much i want to talk about um and i have to ramp up to being a little bit more risky right a little bit more risky so i'm just kind of dropping stuff in the water if you will uh to see how it takes so so we're gonna move on to the did you know so uh <clears throat> my original did you know says uh did you know that women's tears diminishes sexual moods right women's tears diminishes sexual moods now listen that's a nice version uh i have to give you now the 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 straightforward you know the internet version uh because because there's an internet version that that i couldn't quite get myself to send y'all um <laughs> but when i when i processed it and thought about it it, it could be true because I hear this a lot, obviously, in the work that I do. All right. So my version was women's tears diminishes sexual moves. right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The the Internet version says, did you know women's teal, tears kill erection? Hello?
3: I mean, are Hello. you crying during sex?
1: N- No, we ain't even got started. It says women's tears kill erections. And it says here, um, ever wonder why guys get so uncomfortable when a woman cries, probably because they feel their um, male anatomy shrinking. It says the smell of a woman's tears immediately lowers testosterone levels and kills sexual arousal.
3: Really getting
1: for it. Cut out my tear ducks. It says, ever wonder why a guy gets so uncomfortable when a woman cries? Probably because they can feel, and they did list the actual anatomy here, their man part shrinking. The smell of a woman's tears immediately lowers testosterone levels and kills sexual arousal. <clears throat>
0: Hello.
3: I'm here. I, I almost well I mean, uh, I guess you're asking for him. That's why you saying hello. Is that why she at oh. because when you first gave it to me and everything, yeah. and I was like
0: I'm
3: Right. Like, I was I'm just like, uh oh oh But then I I went to read it and Okay. I, I didn't read the man's part. I I still didn't believe it for the woman's part either. Oh and so okay. I was like, Okay. I'm like, I'm like, so you just gonna let a few tears stop you <laughs> um, I'm I'm um, Oh uh, you okay. So you, it
1: was more, you into it already, and here comes, you know, tears or emotion or whatever. I'm just
3: saying even period, not even in the the act, I'm just saying, like, you know, if I'm not in the act and I'm, you know, just happen to be crying, so we gonna let, we gonna let me cry and stop us from being intimate? Are we serious right now? So, like, that was, that was, that was, uh, that's what I could not understand for me. Uh, So so I thought about this, and
1: just reflecting on times that um i've heard couples where when there is a lot of crying and this is out of discord right mm-hmm. how it, it becomes a turnoff right it's like you know you always crying and, and and now you hear like this domino effect um intimacy slows down right or it's less of because there's always this presence of emotion so i think my connection is more so with when there's tension right there there's this you know, unresolved issue, or we ha- we have some rough patches, right, in this relationship, and and because it's so much of that, right, the the sex drive starts to diminish, right, and and i you know, I've heard um, some women say that, um, no, and, and some men that they're not in the mood when that happens, right, but some women think that that actually jump starts the move because okay here i am being vulnerable right there's this you know um you know so i've heard opposites like i've heard some women not all women very like very
3: jumble to me
1: some women who who um they're being that emotional feeling that if i be that i'm this vulnerable then there's this tenderness this touch this care that's going to follow that and and the I, guy is saying
3: no no not so much i think they got gotten caught into tv and letting dictates like you know these are the same people who are maybe addicted to or or uh not to say act out those x-rated movies but like you know think that's what sex is about okay so you so like wow yeah okay i I wonder like you know i wonder how many people um really think that way are they like thinking that way because they you know they, they see that most that emotional crying in sex when when a female is you know first have you know having mm-hmm. sex the first mm-hmm. time and and think it's supposed to be that tender or ah, or okay. is it okay. or is it after the um the aggressive argument or yes. the yeah or the or, or or like you know that emotional trauma bond and everything and they want you know that they want that feeling like you know if you are living in that Reality wanting wanting that you know how about this cut the scene because that's not reality.
2: So I'm. Um, yes. Why you all excited? Because I'm finished. Because
1: yes. because we we can't we can't yay or nay. I can't right? yay yeah or nay either, but I'm gonna read
2: this this from this article. Go
0: ahead, keep reading.
2: It says I'm reading. I'm assuming this where y'all got this from. Or something it says in the study, women watched sad films alone, and 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 captured their own tears with a vial that they held under their eyes. And it says later, 24 men sniffed jars containing either with the women's tears or saline that had been trickled down from the women's cheeks, and then they wore a pad dipped in one of the fluids under their nostrils. Men who sniffed tears judged pictures of women's faces to be less sexually attractive than the men who sniffed saline, but their feelings of empathy were unchanged. In a separate experiment, 50 men sniffed either tears or saline. Sniffing tears but not saline reduced their reported sexual arousal levels of testosterone in their saliva and physiological measures of their arousal. The researchers also exposed 16 men to tears of saline and measured their brain activity using functional magnetic res- uh, resonance imaging. Men who sniffed tears rather than saline showed lower activation in brain regions implicated in sexual arousals such as the hypothalamus. Thalamus. Okay. Thalamus. Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. I. I. I don't know. I can't say that I, since I'm the guinea pig for the damn show today. Um, <laughs> I don't. I'm gonna say. <laughs>
3: I, 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 what?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm going to say that I am, um, I don't know. I can't give you a yay or nay. Okay. Yeah. I can't say that somebody crying would, you know, stop me from, if I was about to, like say I had a a kid or -hmm. a a daughter, because you say women's kids. Mm-hmm. All right, so I had a daughter who was crying and upset in another room, mm-hmm. and I went in there while she was crying and was hugging her, and she was crying can On but mama waiting in the other room for me.
0: <laughs>
2: I can't say in my own. I just can't say that if mama waiting in another room, it ain't going down. <laughs> I just can't I say that. That's
1: not what it's. It. I think it's um the <laughs> connection. I think, I think it's a connection to uh yes. connection oh, to that woman. Okay, right. With the woman you're with, right? Because oh, you okay. are gonna get into hormones and all that stuff later. But I think it's it's more of the, um you know, the the emotional connection. Obviously, you knowing the woman, right? I mean, if a random woman is crying, I don't think you even stop to, you know, say, hey, what's going on, right? Right, um,
2: <clears throat> right. Can't say, don't say nothing. Don't let, them let them cry.
1: But you right.
2: know what I'm saying. But
1: I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> y'all are funny. <laughs>
2: But no, I just, don't
1: say I, just, nothing. I just thought about that in the sense of, of expectations right where mm-hmm. where um what does a man really feel when they see their their spouse's cry right mm. it, is it a need to go in and care? does it make you you know not only not comfortable as in you know you can't look at them cry, but like it puts you in a different space right and and this is just a piece of it just to say you know when when some women may be expecting a level of intimacy that comes out of them being emotional, right, for some reason that, you know, what's going on between the two of you, that doesn't necessarily, that man, right, is going to be in that same space. And he may have a hard time getting into that space, right, suggested here because of, right, the chemicals that's being released through your tears. And our bodies vibe off each other, clearly, right, when, when you are, you know...
2: I just lost the that, article, but I in believe... In a relationship. I believe... It was the, that particular article was um, was probably written by a man. I bet I wouldn't be surprised if it was written by if it was done by a man.
0: Okay, uh,
1: if if you're a man out there,
2: only because
1: <laughs> have you lost your mojo when your wife started crying?
3: Okay, I want to
1: Good evening, Felicia. How
3: are you? You oh, you tuned to, in just in time. Are you right
2: here? Why are you asking me, huh?
3: I want to ask you this question.
2: She asked the questions. We just answered. Okay. Why are you asking questions? All
3: right. I'm going to go this way then. <laughs> no, go
2: ahead. Ask the question. Go ahead. Go ahead.
3: I still think you're overthinking it. So can I... You was overthinking it earlier. Can
0: I... no, 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 no. Oh, Lord, you gonna... Go ahead.
3: Without telling too much. <laughs>
0: over... Here we Without go. I think we PG
3: 13 now. Okay, yeah, no, no. Yeah, okay. we are. But can I ask you to remember a time I had said a word? And you were like, no, that's what they're trying to equate the tears to. You, he, you said no as in. No, I didn't say the word no. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. So get you, out.
2: oh, you said something, and I was like, okay, you just ruined the moment or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh. Oh. Yeah. But I mean, that I don't. You say I'm. I'm equating the tears to that. That's
0: what the,
1: the, tears the are. presence of tears that's in what, the,
2: that, the. That's, yeah. sense, that's Right. That's I, the I, I, so I, I get what what you all are saying. Okay, I'm just, you. you know, I, don't, I just it don't says, agree. It's
1: basically saying some men get turned off when their woman cries and they want to have sex at that particular time.
0: <laughs>
1: you know what I'm saying? That's what I took that as, right? That there are some moments where... If you're desiring to be intimate and your tears start flowing because you know for whatever reason you want some attention, some you know it's how you feeling at the moment, your tears may you know uh, um, affect his arousal state. I got it. That's what I took from this. That's what I understood. So dry your eyes and give me. <laughs> If the tears are not working, right, understand that from a physiological standpoint, right, you may be contributing to his deflection.
0: There's,
2: there's uh, Felicia's response. What Felicia say? Oh,
3: my God. He says,
2: I agree. When I'm happy and being naughty, he all on me.
3: All righty now. <laughs> all right. That is. All right.
0: There, there that is.
1: It is. All right. <laughs>
3: There we go. At the dark show we'll
2: start.
1: Right. Oh my goodness. There we go. All right, so that's that that, did you know, right? Did you know? Women can tears can kill you know, sexual arousal in men. All right, let's keep it moving since we're talking about hormones. So 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 this this (laughs) this this month we've been talking about all about self, right? Getting self together. And so I thought I'd conclude, conclude this month by talking about hormones because clearly our bodies um, are governed by hormones. And so Let the Hormones Rage really is just going to focus on how our bodies can produce, right? How can we help our bodies produce happy hormones, right? And so it's just, it's just a, a few that I'm going to talk about this evening. Like, what can you do to help your body produce Happy hormones, right? These hormones that produce positive feelings of pleasure, happiness, and love. Okay, so our bodies have hormones and neurotransmitters that are essential, right, to allowing this process to occur um, in your body. And guess what? In in in, in kind of putting this all together, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be like super textbook, but I think that just from a holistic standpoint. Um, talking about what we put in our bodies from a food perspective to um, who we are around matters in how our hormones, uh, our bodies produce these hormones and neurotransmitters um, to produce these, these chemicals that we need to be happy, right? And so paying attention to our heart rate digestion um, also contributes to your mood and how you feel. All right, so so we know that there are some hormones that we jump into, um, and, and for August we're gonna talk more about um, psychotropic meds, right? But this month I want to talk about closing it out with. Let's make sure you're doing all you can to produce those those happy hormones. All right, so here we go. The fourth, the first hormone, right? Uh, uh, we're gonna talk about here is get my notes together. Serotonin. Now, have you all heard of this? Okay, serotonin. I went, right.
2: to, I went to school with her. What? Serotonin? Yeah, serotonin. <laughs> oh, you said... I'm sorry, what's she saying? Oh, this mind. is
1: a
0: hormone.
2: Oh! I thought you meant serotonin. I went to school with her. Sorry. I'm sorry. Y'all go ahead. I'm trying to find me... Here
0: we go, y'all. ...go am
2: out for my car. This,
1: this, this hormone is the feel-good hormone right, that all starts in your gut, got it, serotonin, and it says here, <laughs> serotonin is a happy hormone that's mainly produced by the gut, okay, um, it's the original happy hormone, it's the center for mood, digestion, sleep, brain function, and circadian rhythm, right, the good old sleep. Okay, Um, it says here that uh, up to ninety percent of your body serotonin is produced in the gut. Okay, and there are two ways that we can ensure that we are uh, uh, making making progress and being consistent with our bodies producing this uh, hormone here. And so, um, in looking at that. you know, obviously we start with, you know, some of the foods that we eat, okay? And so there there's this suggestion that there are some um, short-chain fatty acids that our bodies uh, naturally produce. Um, however, there's some, some foods that we can eat to make sure that it's uh, continuously produced. But then there's another um, precursor uh, called uh, tryptophan, okay? And it's a substance that you can use that helps your gut, turn it into serotonin okay now i'm only saying this because when you think about uh everybody's preaching health and wellness and fitness and you know we're asking what are your vitamin d levels like uh uh, that is the true vitamin uh in in terms of are you getting enough sunlight right
2: oh Uh, are you eating oh i know what you was talking about okay i got it now
1: (laughs) although that that last week we're gonna get to that a little bit later okay uh oxytocin um but just, just understanding that you can start making sure from a physiological standpoint, that feel-good hormone, right, starts in in your gut. And, you know, we, we, we don't talk about this enough in our culture. Um, how does your food really make you feel? Right? We know it makes us sleepy sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? But well, we don't really get into, like, like, how do you actually feel, right, with, with the food that you eat? do you do you feel that it's it gives you energy right do you feel like it's giving you your nutrients that you need right how how do you you actually feel um uh, with those things and so here it says that um some of the things that you can look out for and you all let me know like i want to add to this list um because it's something that we eat we may eat a little of that we can actually turn it into a regular thing to to eat so so of course, they have on here uh barley, uh berries, blackberries, right, garlic, cranberries, uh they have on here Jerusalem artichoke, uh legumes, oats, onions, rye, wheat, and pasta, right mm-hmm. so, so is there anything um <laughs> on this list, right, that you feel like it's just like un, unrealistic hmm. to eat on a regular basis, right? That we know these, these are foods that help those fatty acids, right? The gut, right? Digestion, which we say part of digesting, your having a healthy digestive system uh, helps you have a, a balanced mood. And I, and I look at that and in, I'm in, in, in speaking about that. We always have to ask people how they feel physically. Mm-hmm. when they're in the office. And you'll be surprised at there's so many people walking around that don't feel well in their gut. Whether that's constipation, gassy, as they say, right? Ulcers, they have a pain every now and then, GERD, heart, uh, what is that? Um, heartburn, right? Heartburn. Yeah, and, and well, you may say, well, how does that contribute to symptoms? A lot of anxiety. Because when your anxiety flares up, right, here goes the cortisol, right, disrupting things, sending your body into fight or flight. So it, your systems all work together, but there's so many people walking around with issues with their gut that they don't give attention to, hmm. right? So, so that's that's my first thing here. Is like we're starting with the happy hormone. How does your gut feel right now? right are you suffering from heartburn indigestion are you taking uh over the counter stomach aids right pepto all of that stuff
0: right i got my (gasps) my diarrhea
1: alicia says uh y'all funny the enchiladas last night made me feel comatose but they was fire (laughs) And so you can literally be full of it just by your mental health and what you absolutely, I'm, 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 you know.
3: I guess if you're talking about food, like, and how it's making you feel. Yes. I mean, like, you know, when, especially um, when you're supposed to be eating right and everything, you, you, you do have a, uh, a sense of, like, you know, like, not to say wrong, but, like, you mm-hmm. know you know, like, you know, did I need that Twinkies? Did I need that? Did I need, like, you know, like, you know, you ask yourself, you I have walked away from them Chips Ahoy cookies without taking one? Because I wasn't hungry
0: and everything. And so it's like, you
3: know, and when you talk about feeling sluggish, like, you know, and you think about it in in terms of, like, you know, because you know your body, you like, you know, like, this extra weight that I'm carrying. Like, you know, you're feeling sluggish, like, you know, because, I'm not putting the correct things in my body to feel right. to feel to feel healthy. Like you know, you feel good. Well, some people are like I like oatmeal. Man, you Feel good when you eat some oatmeal. You feel good when you yeah. have some fruit. You feel good yeah. when you like you know you know you you're not um putting like you know fast food. Mm-hmm. You know when you decide like you know what instead of McDonald's I'll go <laughs> no, I'll go to uh rodents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you yeah. eat some Mediterranean food. Like, you know, at least is a little bit better yeah. than this, like, you know, this high saturated, high saturated fat food. So that's, you know, yeah. I, I understand. I, and then I think you have to, you have to treat
1: your, your um nutrition, right? Like your, how can I say this? Like an exercise regimen, right? Because you have to know what foods don't work for you, right? I think that, that there's so much out there now to research for yourself to see what works for you, right? I know they have prebiotics and probiotics because sometimes our bodies, you know, they don't, you know, have the, the bacteria that it needs, right, to thrive healthy. And so you have to find – so so instead of loading up on, quote, unquote, the, the prescribed meds, right, now, why not try the different foods, to help you maintain that gut health because we know that ultimately if you don't feel well, that's going to, that's going to stress you out, right? It's not going to produce those happy hormones that we're talking about. And so now your, your health is declining, right? And it's like, you know, as this is a short list, right? This is a short list of, I'm just thinking about, you know, they say here, looking at prebiotic foods, right? Uh, adding the good bacteria to, to, to produce these short chain fatty acids hence that support serotonin, uh naturally, in your body, apples right, citrus fruits uh, uh you know mushrooms right and, and and just all these things where certain things just can't be every once in a while, right? you just can't have fruit salad at, at the company you know lunch, right <laughs> it has to be something that you buy regularly because it's something that helps your body naturally produce something uh for for your your well being right, and so there are also some foods that you can eat um that that helps produce um uh trip to trip right tryptophan, mm-hmm. which is that precursor that helps your body produce the serotonin and they said sunflower seeds right soybeans quinoa uh, uh milk cheese chickpeas cod salmon eggs. Right beef, chicken, turkey. It's just you know let's let's take a look at right how how are you treating your body so that it actually your gut, which is that central right system that produces the happy happy hormone, serotonin, what's the condition that it's in right now
0: hmm.
1: right what's the, what's the condition and, and I always you know um you know sometimes <laughs> sometimes my clients look at me like I'm crazy because I'm be like, are you sure you're regular? Right, because <laughs> right, because because I listen to their answers. Right, if you say, okay, um, sometimes I don't, I I can't go all day without eating, right, or you know, uh, uh, I know when I feel dehydrated, right, and I'm like, well, how often do you feel dehydrated? Because then that lets me know how often you drink water, like you should, right? Do you take supplements? How often are you buying over-the-counter meds, right, for your digestion? Because I'm listening for how often you don't feel well. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, so it, it really has to be because, honestly, we can do therapy 24-7, but in your body, in your physical body, if you're not well, we'll, we'll be going in circles because you need medical attention. Your body needs medical attention. Right, mm-hmm. your body needs nutrients. Your body needs to be realigned, right? And your body needs to get back on track from a hormonal standpoint. And there actually is a test, a blood panel that actually tests the levels of vitamin D and serotonin. And, and, and women have their own panel, and men have their own panel. And you have to ask for these things, right? When you go to the doctor, and, and, and so that tells you that's step one, right? In getting your body align mentally and physically is where your hormone level. All right. So, so that's that first, that first uh, uh, chemical, right? Serotonin. We call it the mood stabilizer. Okay. And some of the things we say, well, well, we're, we're more than just food. Yes, we are. So think about how much sunlight you get.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. You know, it matters. They suggest that, um, um, and, and this makes a difference for me. When you're driving, you should have your window down to absorb the, the sunlight directly, right, in the fresh air. That there's power in, you know, fresh air and walking outside, right, getting absorbed in the sunlight. Mindfulness, the meditation, right, being with nature, those of you who garden, even if it's, you know, mowing the lawn, right, or planting, you know, uh, um, just, you know, garden flowers, right? All this matters in boosting serotonin level. It's mm-hmm. the feel because you feel good right, your body starts to produce these these juices, right, that I'm doing something that actually makes my body feel good, got it, all right, so that's that first one, right, serotonin, the gut, it all starts in the gut, if, if, if you're not feeling well, please see a specialist, right, please see a specialist, because rest assured, if your digestion is off, heartburn, ulcers, right, you can't eat, you know, assy foods. Um, um, you, you're constantly, you know, popping those. Uh, what is that? Toms. Right? Toms Zantac. Yeah, yeah.
2: Be All mindful
1: of, of that, because I feel like as much money as you invest in um, controlling those symptoms, mm-hmm. use that money to invest in eliminating those symptoms. That's good right but it's a lifetime effort right once you find what works for you it's a it's a lifetime effort all right so there we go so 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 what, what do you all eat a lot of as far as fruits y'all be out fruits i i, I like I'm,
2: them. I'm i am a um apple okay grapes watermelon cantaloupe ah. i'm limited on my on my fruits
1: okay but those are good you have like the rainbow goy
2: yeah but according to some people i don't i just eat two things so oh okay i'm sorry okay it will be all right
0: so, <laughs> <missed it>. wow <laughs> <laughs> Way to throw me in yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness
3: <laughs> i eat strawberries okay mangoes. strawberries mangoes grapes okay um cantaloupe melon yeah I'm, you know uh trying to get back in the habit of just you eat Are kiwis, you... too, don't you? Yes. Mm, yeah,
2: see, I'm not, I'm not eating that. And mm-hmm. um.
3: Nope. am to get back in the <laughs> habit of, like, you know, I used to, as a kid, I would eat whole
2: libs. Really?
3: Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, I like
1: limes. Yeah. I could do limes.
2: I do. I like limes, too, when they're on a margarita. Yep. Mm. no salt. You can also put them in water to infuse your water? Yes.
3: Yeah. 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 We, we, we do that.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Felicia says uh, a lot of people eat when they are feeling anxious or not. I, I totally agree with that. Uh, I can only use rice milk, no soy, no milk, no cheese. I feel so much better. Absolutely, absolutely. Do you like almond milk, Felicia? Yeah. Um, and 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 um, I noticed that too. I don't know what it was, but um, I can't drink cow's milk anymore. And, um, yeah, there's a period where, self, you need to just stop. So so no more of that. Uh, So I totally feel you on that one. All right, listen, we're going to keep going here. Next next hormone we're talking about is oxytocin. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is the cuddle hormone.
2: The cuddle hormone? The
1: cuddle.
2: Cuddle hormone.
1: Oh, allergic to almond and soy. Got it. Okay. All right. The cuddle oxytocin, the cuddle hormone. Okay. It promotes bonding and trust and is particularly active during childbirth where it stimulates contractions. That is where I was first introduced to this hormone. <laughs> uh, one of the lesser known but equally important functions is as a neurotransmitter that helps regulate stress responses and calms the nervous system, all right? Um, It's been pinpointed in human bonding, generosity, and establishing trust, um, while other studies show that it might be what it makes some romantic relationships work. Higher blood oxytocin levels have been linked to greater perceived love, responsiveness, and gratitude in couples. Oxytocin is triggered by closeness. That's why it's the cuddle hormone. Hmm. Oxytocin secretion happens in response to stimuli perceived by the brain, which is carefully monitoring your environment for threats and signs of safety using your ears, eyes, taste, touch, and smell. It's produced in response to touch and even the right kind of eye contact, but also in times of stress to counterbalance the effects of cortisol, which we know is the stress hormone. All right. And it says here, right, um, um, if you're wondering how to release oxytocin, it's pretty simple. There is no oxytocin food.
2: (laughs) And no vitamin for that, huh? So if he or she don't like to cuddle, ain't nothing you can slide in their drink that's gonna make them cuddle. Huh? I just wanna make sure, you know. Ladies, don't be if he don't cuddle now, he ain't gonna cuddle. So don't be trying to buy no pill.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But just You gotta him.
1: you gotta get those those uh those uh
0: neurotransmitters produced. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh good evening, to the Glory. Piss Felicia says I think a lot of people are deficient in that hormone. People need hugs. <laughs> They get less and less as you get older. I totally agree.
0: Wow.
1: Yes.
2: That's unfortunate.
1: Mm. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. There's no food, right, to produce oxytocin, Mm
0: -hmm. but
1: that's okay. It's released when you engage in caring relationships and have a loving community around you.
0: Relations?
1: Here we go. Romance.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-oh.
1: Helps produce oxytocin romance without finance can you have romance without finance mm. did you just say you gotta go after that
0: <laughs> lord help us
3: you can't stay <laughs> it, 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 it costs to stay inside no you cannot stay i mean you know no. it costs
2: to stay inside You're not, <laughs>
3: uh, uh,
0: what sure do that mean? No. Okay, you brought it up. You should have just let that go. What in the world? <laughs> no, Ooh, you, oh no, you said no, but what you're saying? you saying? You asked the question. <laughs>
2: Why
1: did you ask the
0: question? <laughs> is there romance
1: with no finance? Right.
3: You can be creative.
2: I was just you singing just the song. You just be limited, is y'all. what
3: you're saying. You had to have a J O
2: V. I was just singing the song.
3: <laughs>
2: I didn't know no y'all was gonna. Oh my goodness. Start a movement.
1: <laughs> all right. Here, romance. You know, and I, and I think, you know, um, when it, when you think about the term romance, again it's it's you are intentionally doing something to produce happiness in somebody else. Right? And you you, you, res, you obviously respond off each other. Right. So so I hope that, that that the spouse you're with, you know how to romance each other. Mhm. And sometimes you need to do that in spite of, right? I think so many switches get turned off when there's friction, right, in a marriage. And you just sit there like, so so if we have no touch, no hug, no kiss, no hello, no goodbye, sleeping in separate bedrooms, you don't even bring me nothing to eat. When you go out and come back, you don't wake me up to go to church with you, Right? That's an issue because remember, not only is, you know, oxytocin not being produced, it's not being produced, right? Mm -hmm. So you're deficient at that point. I can go back to that first hormone, serotonin, right? You're definitely not focused on your body, right? And and making sure that's up to par. These things have a domino effect, right? And and so there is something to this this disconnection is that from a holistic standpoint, Relationships matter just as much as right how you treat your physical body. You know people around you, right? Do they bring good energy?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You, you understand what I'm saying? Do they do they support right good eating habits? Not only just that, but are they good company? Hmm. You understand what I'm saying? You you ever been forced to be around somebody you don't want to be around and you sitting there just mad? Right? And you hot. Yes. Blood pressure up. I mean you sweat. Yes. You got all kinds of thoughts running through your mind. Yes. Your your body is going through a hormonal change. Yes. You, you understand you're you're not happy. You're not even trying to force yourself to be happy. You're sitting there stewing. Yes. In cortisol.
2: In cortisol. Just bathing in it.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> just taking a whole shower in it. Just you, over yeah. you
0: understand, Just moist in
2: cortisol. <laughs> trying to be serious okay I'm sorry
0: <laughs> sorry I
1: just, but but and you you carry that and you guess what you're not gonna do have a good night's sleep you're not going to sleep these are facts you you understand what I'm saying so so you didn't get riled up mm-hmm. right all this time and that thing gonna stay with you until the next day and now everybody that comes across your path is gonna feel your wrath
2: these are, these are extremely large facts that you're right. spewing.
1: And, 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 you know, we're going to get to something. At the end of this, this, this show, right, I want you to ask yourself, what hormonal uh, stage are you constantly in, right? Stress, cortisol, right, or the happy hormones, hmm. right? What are you done predominantly in a seven-day work week? You, you understand? In a seven-day week, what are you predominantly? right what are you predominantly it also says here caring relationships a soft friendly touch mm-hmm. right friendship and then having having pets do you all have any pets no okay why are you saying it like that what is going on <laughs> what? are you against pets
2: yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> felicia said maybe in this uh Oh, she said, I think a lot of people are deficient in the hormone right? People need hugs. Maybe in this new generation of women you can get romance with a McDonald's trip. <laughs> Don't get me started. My mother called me to get all of my photos out of her house. I went to the doctor afterwards. Her blood pressure was one forty over a hundred. Mm. Wow,
2: I'm back on this McDonald's trip. Well, you, you know, a double cheeseburger with extra cheese gets you a long
0: way. did you say? A double cheeseburger a with extra cheese. A double quarter
2: extra pounder cheese? with cheese gets you a long way. That stays in my memory. Oh,
0: that's a true story.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it, ain't take, it don't take a lot, you know. <laughs> Listen,
1: okay. It, it says here I thought there is, um, oh. Take this. There's an oxytocin supplement in the form of a nasal spray. Uh oh. It is primarily used for problems related to childbirth and psychiatric and in psychiatric research.
0: Hmm.
1: <laughs> I knew that. Part.
2: So they they so it's supposed to be used for something else.
1: Well, no, I think it's. Yeah, it's predominantly used. As right. Anybody say, well, yes, it is a supplement so now. So now we're going to just be pregnant. spraying
2: up the nose so you can no, get some hugs. No, you're not
1: going to get it. The woman is that's so trying be, to go
0: in labor. So you
2: can be getting some hugs. We're going to spray some stuff. No. just so said, if you put some bacon on that thing, you might be able to move in. Come on now. That's what I'm talking about. Come on. Look. I mean, you know. Oh,
0: my God.
2: It's the difference between easy and cheap.
0: <sighs>
2: okay, I'm, I'm on Now, along. that's a whole other show.
1: <sighs> okay, don't don't now consult your doctor before taking any kind of supplements.
2: Okay, Oh, I thought you're gonna say consult your doctor before putting bacon on your double quarter pound of a
0: what? cheese, but okay, go ahead mm, Okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all you got it there we go oh oxytocin the love hormone right socializing physical touch right helping others petting animals. Do you like any animals?
2: Who mew? Yeah, um yeah, I like other people's animals that's at their house. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> what y'all, I'm me. funny. Oh, Lord. Let's move on. Let's no, go ahead, I here, no. I mean, it's like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm not like anti-animal. I just, I'm not a fan of anything. You don't want one for you. In yeah. the house, jumping on furniture, beds. I got to walk. None of that. Okay. So, we want to give you. <laughs> I'm cool with a fish. I would love an aquarium. They're a little work, but if you yes, get it done yes. right, you can probably keep one. I'm good with it with an aquarium, though. <laughs> Maybe a bird.
3: Really? What?
0: Oh. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's it. Right? Give me a minute. Okay, never mind.
1: We talking about oxytocin. This, this is just all all for some cuddles. Yeah. Cuddle? Yeah, it's the cuddle hormone.
2: It's the cuddle hormone.
3: So right. bringing the animal will help you Petting. cuddle more. Touch. It's the touch,
1: comfort, right, to produce that. It's its a hormone, right, that produces belonging, the the, love, and you feel the feel of cotton. Right, I'm going to get you some. The fabric you of our cotton.
3: Yeah, remember the in a commercial? <laughs> it calms you, yeah. right? Okay. It, it soothes you. You better get this weighted blanket and you're going to be all right. Oh, I'm my good. God. I don't need an no animal. Why you good. can't
1: be the weighted blanket? Huh?
3: This is not ATP after dark. <laughs> on my weight got to be a factor. <laughs> I'm, just playing, I'm just playing. The weight factor. All right, Tom. The
2: weighted blanket, not the Oh, my not God. The, not the quilt. There's a difference. <laughs> We're about to move on. Here we go. Next one here: dopamine. Dopamine.
1: Dopamine, uh-huh. so the motivational molecule. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Dopamine is another hormone that makes you happy while also keeping you alive and alert. It's involved in a wide range of activities and a number of severe conditions are associated with the dysfunction of the dopamine system.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Here are some systems it's involved in. Motor control and cognitive function, Mm -hmm. the brain's motivation and reward system, decision-making and impulse control, memory and attention, maternal and reproductive behavior. This chemical is part of the brain's reward system, right? Mm -hmm. It's what gives you pleasurable sensations and keeps you coming back for more. Dopamine is considered to be the motivational cog in the system and it's naturally released when you perceive food or sex but before you consume it
0: mm-hmm.
1: all right so so thinking about that right dopamine and of course we, 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 we're going somewhere with this when you talk about you know love and belonging and mm-hmm. feeding the body what it needs okay so so understanding that dopamine is the active neurotransmitter and addictions as well to substances Hence, that's the, the twist here, right? The twist here is we, we, we uh, research strongly supports, right, that that person who unfortunately tries narcotics, right, gets that euphoria in this strong shot of dopamine, right, producing their body. Hence, I need more of that, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, that, it's that neurotransmitter, right, that sends to the brain, give me more of that because that felt good. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we, we do contribute this particular uh, 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 chemical here, dopamine with, again, um, addictions. However, we need it. Mm-hmm. Right. We need it. There is a healthy way to produce dopamine. Uh, um, as we say here, um, it's the reward chemical. Mm-hmm. Got it. It happens when you achieve goals. It happens when you complete a task. It happens. You produce this chemical when you practice self-care. Mhm. Got it. And it says here again we talk we back to the gut y'all, we back to the gut. Dopamine is a motivational molecule that's also made in the gut. Approximately 50% of all your dopamine is produced in the gut.
0: Mhm.
1: All right. And again, of course that would go along with the food, right? Mm-hmm. The pleasure of of eating those good foods and and we know that um some of us eat the wrong food cuz it just tastes so amazing. And the brain says, "What? More." All right
2: eat another taco wait,
1: wait,
2: mm. you need another margarita would you eat a
1: low-carb taco shell I've,
2: I've had the uh didn't we try some um mission what's a low-carb mission when was? we was doing our didn't we get like the something wheat wraps or something tacos we, mm. back in the day some we tried something one time i thought maybe okay maybe okay. i just did like i a think wheat, you did like a, when we did yeah, when i was doing the yeah, well, we did the 25-day whatever thing, yeah. Okay, at home, was... maybe you did. Yeah, that's what it was.
1: Okay, Yeah. all right. Again, I've tried it before, yeah. I'm not... Again, it's, it's okay. producing excitement, right? And, and, you know, we've been talking this month about just a zeal and zest for life, right?
2: I'm not going to say that the wheat taco produced any uh, excitement <laughs> for me.
3: Well, the guacamole one, right?
2: It was depressing. To, to really? Have, to have to eat. Really? Yeah, I was depressed because yes, t- you t- had
1: some weed in your life.
2: It took me into a state of depression uh, <laughs> that I had to like not eat a real. But well, when you
3: start to eat right, the you know your body starts all of it that. You
2: later
1: yeah, yeah.
3: That that old material starts to mo- mm? get you moody. Mm. The old me, huh? It, it, oh Lord, it's it, it, like that. Anybody who's done cleanses like cleanses it, mm-hmm. it, it gets you moody, you start getting sleep you know sleepy yeah. and everything else like that that's a whole new that's another individual that's trying to get out of it. a cleanse is like an exorcism
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I am so serious wow I am so serious like, I have, you go through these I, have, yeah. I have seen myself change like one time i I've done them before, and i and I had restarted another one. And I just remember twelfth hour I was angry mm. with my coworker, and I was like, "I can' do this and i can and the moment I had the bad food, I felt bad at mm. the fact that I quit, but yeah, that's like you know at, you know the second time around so soon after a, a first cleanse, it was just it was just totally different, yeah, and it, it, it's um again, it's the completion of it that
1: brings about that dopamine to say, you know I did it, right, and of course, you felt what you felt. But it, it, sometimes you need it, right? So, like, you, I know you felt better, right? Even in the days that you were doing it, it was just a matter of you irritated because your body is used to, right? Yeah. Eating at a certain time, eating certain foods, and now you were um, depriving them, right? Depriving it of it.
2: I didn't, I was not aware. This is new. I didn't know this. I I knew dopamine, the term, only from watching way too many medical shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, That... um. That said, uh, you know, when somebody's on the table and their pressure is going to, they always holler dopamine, dopamine. That's one of the words that you hear on ER all the time in Mm. any of them shows, you know, because it's a, it's a, um, it helps blood flow. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I I, I knew that part. I didn't know about the emotional side effects. That is, this is all new to me.
1: Got to be happy about something, right? You know, it's, it's almost like, what do you get? What makes your eyes get big before you even have it?
2: Margaritas.
1: <laughs> I'm good. What? People, places, and things. People, places, and things.
2: <laughs> what? Going to a place with people that serve I'm margaritas.
0: So <laughs> Going to
2: a place with people that serve margaritas. That's all that right there. <laughs> Look like three to me. Sound like three margaritas to go. Father, son, and holy gold. Huh? Oh
1: but that's the essence of it, right? Before the you even have margarita. that thing,
0: Right yes, before you even be it.
1: with that person, just the thought of it gets you there. Right? You're, you literally produce dopamine mm-hmm. <laughs> before you even get there. Right? That's how so many people get hyped up to go to the casino. Right? Okay. You,
2: no, people do when they think they, they get a rush.
1: Yeah, the, yeah, right.
2: That's what the gamblers say. The people who've been yeah. addicted, they say there's that rush. Yes, even of, when,
1: when they're losing.
2: Yeah, just of being in the place. Yes. Because even when other people win, they get excited. Yes. Yeah, there's like a rush, rush.
1: That's, that's that danger, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we, that dopamine overload when you're doing something that's destructive, right? Mm-hmm. For your body, but your body, quote unquote, is loving it. Yes.
2: More margaritas. Oh,
1: Sorry. all right. So we, there we, we go. Dopamine, that. right? Okay. Dopamine, and, and you say, okay. Well, you know, how do we get dopamine, right? It's it's all about uh, doing things that make you happy, right? In essence, right? How how well do you know you? right? Mm-hmm. What makes you smile? What makes you, you uh, I don't want to say crave, but we can say crave. What makes you motivated? What makes you, I got to get this, right? Because I know it's good for my body, right? And we're not talking about destructive behavior, okay? But we're talking about... What do about you mean by destructive behaviors? Tearing your body down.
2: Oh, Right. Okay.
1: Heroin use, right? Oh, Pocaine no, we ain't talking about but no
2: heroin.
1: But, but these are, the dopamine that's produced when you take that drug, it's intense.
2: Oh, okay, no. Why
1: people, why yes. Yes. Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: that's the chemical. There's some other things that can send the same intensity of dopamine. Mhm. That's why we say, what are you going to replace, right, that destructive behavior with so that you even come close, right, to that level of dopamine feeling that you felt when you used that substance? That's why you just can't say, oh, I give it up mm-hmm. and not do nothing. It's like a sword.
2: Felicia said, aren't most of these hormones in antidepressant drugs? We're
1: going in August, Felicia. Oh,
2: okay, in August. Next, I just
1: want to put out Next there, month. Understand. Next week. You can be producing this stuff yourself. All right? All right, last one here. All right? Endorphins. All right, endorphins. Uh, they call this the painkiller, <laughs> but also the runner's hormone, okay? And it says here, endorphins make you happy, but not but not in the way you may think. Endorphins make you cry sometimes. <laughs>
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay. Endorphins are hormones, okay? Oh,
1: Neuro-signaling signal, molecules uh, that function as painkillers. Okay, Mm -hmm. they inhibit the transmission of pain signals in the central nervous system by binding to opioid receptors, which is the body's natural morphine. Mm. Got it? You can boost your endorphins through cardio fitness, right? Such as running. All right. Endorphins and dopamine are often confused because each one is a chemical that makes you happy in a broad sense of the term. However, they are in some ways related because when endorphins bind to receptors of the nervous, central nervous system, dopamine, the pleasure hormone, is released, right? But we, we know the distinctiveness here is that pain receptor, okay? Uh, happy endorphins um, didn't rise to fame because they block pain signals, um, didn't rise to fame because they block pain signals, but because they induce euphoria, mm right the the runner's high is caused by a big rush of endorphins
0: mm-hmm.
1: got it and so i and i don't know if you have ever heard this but people who um i do hear a lot of people who, who run like they just get this this rush of energy like like okay i could just skip through the day now and i'm just like but you just ran nine miles What? aren't you sleepy
2: i just talked about that on sunday I talked about it on Sunday the the the, the okay. second wind. I talked about mm-hmm. that, yeah. Uh or fresh wind, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it's it, it happens. There's a chemical that's released and it does give you a, a mm-hmm. sense of uh it's like a fresh burst of energy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: In and, in and, 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 uh, not just about running. I think you know they just put that there because like you said, mm-hmm. um that's the instant one, right? Mm-hmm. For a brisk run, you know, especially in nature. Right. Mm-hmm. There's just invigoration there. It's just it's ex exercising in general, right? Uh, produces endorphins. And I don't know if you all, and I have experiences just being on this, this wellness journey. Uh, when I first started, I I, be, I was really sore, right, after working out. And the trainer was like, but you got to keep working out to get rid of the soreness."
2: Come on now, I wish you said it again. Come on. <laughs> you got to get, when it, right, you, right when it started to hurt, that's when you're supposed yeah, to keep going. Get
1: up and do the jumping day. That's it. I was like, well, are you serious? But guess what? It works. It
2: does work.
1: I mean, because my legs were cramping. Say it for the people
2: in the balcony. Say it for the people in the balcony. (laughs) Literally.
1: You said you got to stretch the muscles. Get to moving. Move it, move it. I
2: like to move it, move it.
1: (laughs) So I got to get back on it for August, though. Life happened this this month between June and July. I know, right? But I promise you, that thing about even if you're sore, I mean, you got to listen to your body if you need to rest but you have to work out to get rid of the soreness like you got to work it out like like pull the muscles back into it <laughs> to the the cool
3: down huh the cool, the cool down the cool down yes what about the cool out? down when working out you got a cool down yes
2: but when you're in the midst of the workout you got to keep going yeah
1: or <laughs> go, go as intense so like um work it um DJ. And I think that's how people intensify their workouts because their bodies, you know, obviously get used to the routine. But yes, working out helped with the body, it, it was miraculous to me. Never experienced that before. You know, never, right? So so yes, I, I was very thrilled with that. So got it, endorphins, right? The painkillers, do this through exercising, listening to music, right? Watching a good movie, laughing, Okay. Uh, and 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 if you really think about that, um these are like distractions from the pain that you may be the physical pain that you may be feeling.
0: Mm-hmm. You,
1: you know what I'm saying so you ever just really had a good day, and whatever pain you were feeling, you didn't feel it in the next day, right because you 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 increased that the endorphins in your body mm-hmm. you you were intentional, and that's why you know even. People on the journey of healing, right, and, and those who are, you know, whether that's support group, group therapy, individual counseling, right, you, we're, we're always pushing to find things, right, find things that produce, right, uh, these chemicals in your body so you can feel good the next day. You gotta trust yourself. You gotta trust yourself that if you start moving, exercising, you start releasing that cortisol, if you start sweating it out, if you start producing dopamine because you you did go to the gym, you did meal prep, you did you know call those those family members or friends that you've been distant from. These produce happy chemicals, and you gotta trust yourself that if you are diligent in doing these consistently your mood will, will change, your mood will be consistent to where now your days aren't dragging, right? You, you, know, you, you can stop saying, you know, what, is, what am I even doing in my life? You begin to find your purpose, right? You mm-hmm. begin looking forward to the next day. Heck, you begin looking forward to the weekend. You begin looking forward to, you understand what I'm saying? When you set up routines, you stay connected, right you're fueling your body the way you need to you know you're connecting with people that that bring good energy your body must produce these hormones to support your level of happiness okay so i just want i just want to leave that there is to trust yourself that it's not just about mental health it's also about physical health right how well you take care of yourself physically right Helps you physiologically produce the hormones needed to regulate your mood,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? And so, yes, when you say when your doctor, because that's that's a lot of times when you go to your primary care and you're firing off, doc, I ain't been sleeping well. You know, I, I can't concentrate, right? All mm-hmm. this stuff they do what? They do prescribe you meds, and as Felicia pointed out here, right? These are these are a uh, synthetic form. Mm-hmm. Right, these are synthetic forms of chemicals that, if we work hard, you can start to help your body out by producing it yourself. Why I'm bringing this up? Because that that determines the dosage, right? And we we gonna talk next month about these psychotropic meds to say, okay, let's compare if you change your lifestyle to taking these meds and looking out for side effects. Which one do you want to work harder at doing? right thinking about this where do you want to invest most of most of your time
0: mm-hmm.
1: right taking care of your body right watching people places and things right uh, uh sometimes the the easy way out it, it is you're on a cocktail as they say
2: hmm? so now you
1: got to, you know with meds
0: oh right wait a minute now hold on <laughs>
1: Right. So that's where we're going with. This is, first of all, let's set it up for next month. Right. Psychotropic meds are synthetic forms of chemicals. Right. Hormones that our bodies naturally produce. Got it. Mm -hmm. All right. That's where we're leading that. So so I want everybody to assess that. Right. If you've been with us all month, we've been talking about self-care. Right. Uh, uh, Spirituality. Uh, um, you know, different practices and just, just assessing your life. Right. But now let's take a look at how do you feel right now? Are you physically okay? Do you need to see a doctor for anything? Right. Are you enduring pain because you're telling yourself you have a high tolerance for pain? Mm. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why, why do you even want to test that? Right. Think about that, okay? And we talked a lot about the gut because we know the digestive system, right, produces a lot of those hormones. And then that's off. Then, of course, there are other systems that can have a domino effect, all right? So there we go, all right? We're going to start there. Next month, we, we, we're talking about psychotropic meds. Again, we're doing this series. Uh, uh, we're going to jump into uh, psychotic meds, antipsychotic meds next month. right
2: sound like a plan (laughs) all
1: right y'all thank y'all for for uh uh my doctor gave me a prophetic word this year eat less and move more let the church say amen for real yes yes um there we go thank you felicia for that last comment there again y'all have a great evening thank you for tuning in live
0: Uh,